Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Prepare for Impact podcast. I am your host, Connor Bland, and this week we are joined by Nate Huntley and uh, Lydia Keller, and we are going to be talking a little bit about the Enneagram. Originally, we were going to talk about our gifts and, uh, and a little bit more about that with Nate, but we're going to intertwine that because we started this conversation as we were getting ready for this podcast for the Enneagram and decided to, to go with that. So we hope that you guys stay tuned and join us. Okay, so here we are, Prepare for Impact Studio 2019, um, season three crushing it um (laughs) we uh as you guys know we have this uh season that we're doing with gifts and spiritual gifts and just different things that god has gifted us with and um we got to as you heard in the intro we kind of were we're talking before this podcast and we got on the topic of the enneagram it just so happened that uh lydia and nate are are both we're the same the the same (laughs) but not because of your types you don't want to be this so it's not the same you gotta be unique Mm -hmm. there's uniqueness but you need belonging. So mm-hmm. we we, we wanted to talk a little bit uh, a little bit more about that. So um, Nate Huntley, first, welcome. Thank you hey. for joining us. Yes. Um, why don't you me. Why don't you start out by by talking about uh, your enneagram type or We're, we what can you all share. know about the enneagram? Oh sure. Yeah. Are you certified coach? Working on the certification, certification. part. So okay. cool. yeah. Um, so. As I talked about when we did the LifeWorks uh, intro, mm-hmm. uh, prepare for impact modcast thing, yeah. which mm-hmm. uh, whichever name it was, it was uh, Mobcast. Mobcast. Right. Now it's preferred. So yeah. if you listen to our first episode, we we also talked about it on the SIP. Um, there you but go. Uh, that uh, if you haven't listened to it, we have an interview with Nate from season one uh, about LifeWorks and what they do. So please go back and listen to that um, after this one. So yeah, but go ahead, keep going. So, I mean, we use a lot of uh, psychometric tools, which, I mean, Enneagram purists would say, no, it's not. It's not a psychometric tool. It's not mm-hmm. a personality assessment. Okay. If, <laughs> if we, we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of let that one settle. We're not, not arguing on that. But it, yeah. it, it is a tool, um, mm-hmm. and we use a lot of tools. We use MBTI. We use Strength Finders, Standout. Um, those are sort of our baselines. We, we, I mean, we love engaging with Enneagram. Mm. Because there's, and it's in, uh, I believe it's in the book that Lydia has, like my favorite. I have it in my hand. Yes, the Sacred Enneagram. <laughs> By uh-huh. um, Christopher L. Hurts. 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 So nice plug. Uh, send us some money. Yeah. Um, if you make any Featured. from this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but like there's a great depiction. I'm actually certain it, it was in there um, of how important understanding your Enneagram is and its, its relation to different tools. So mm. like. So if, if we see ourselves as like a house, that would be the, that would be what represents our Enneagram. It's this Mm. big overall picture of who we are and Mm. pretty foundational. Um, MBTI is like the room that you choose to live in, in that house Mm. and how you would decorate it is your strengths. So that's kind of like the interplay relation of how these sort of play out and yeah. it gives a good depiction. I'm a very visual person. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that's I, great. That's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. Um, just good understanding foundationally, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's some of my familiarity with it. Get to use it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I love my Enneagram type. Yeah. That's great. Me too. Yeah. 
Well, Lydia and I both know not, I don't think, as much. I no. Maybe Lydia does. All but. I am, this is the only, this is my first, reading the Sacred Enneagram is like my first dive into it. Mm-hmm. I've taken, of course, the quizzes and read. The thing about Enneagram and anybody who's into it will tell you it's not, you can't take a quiz mm-hmm. to find out what you are. It's, you can kind of maybe figure out a little bit more through a quiz, but um it's kind of you have to go on a path of like seeing it in yourself which i think is always worth it to Mm -hmm. be self-aware absolutely um but yeah all i know is in this book yeah (laughs) at this point and 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 uh, a few articles online right that's it and and i think one of the other things and i'm sure nate would have mentioned this um if he had kept talking about it but a great thing at least for my wife and i i don't know if it's for everybody Mm -hmm. but it helps us understand each other a little bit better especially when you talk about the uh when you're disintegrating and integrating, mm-hmm. integrating um, or stress and growth stress is and another growth. right. Okay, another thing. Yeah, um, that it's helped us a lot. Whenever we, if there is like an argument or something, we get into and I'm the like we need to solve this right now or I need to run away. <laughs> One of those two, which is um, my personal type, uh, but that that's the uh, the joy of it for the. The married people out there, of course, for singles, there's a lot to be learned about yourself, too. And even as married people, we all are, you know, learning more about ourselves each day and how we can relate better to our spouses. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go ahead and share, since I'm the unique one in this room, with the... Uh, Ow! That, uh, <laughs> so, and you guys will understand that more as we as we hear about Lydia and Nate on these types. Um, so when I took the test, I was a, I was a nine um, and, a, and a wing eight. I've, I've done some research to, to back that up in my, and, and see that in my own life. Um, and for the, for the longest time, I thought I was a nine wing one um, because, and that's the peacekeeper is the nine and the, the one is the... And wings are... Um, oh, yeah, explaining the wings. Yeah, yeah, so there's, we all, that's what the book tells us. <laughs> we all can display all of the things that are all the types. Right. We're not just limited to being one mm-hmm. way. Um, so there's a type that we're dominant in, but mm-hmm. then there's um, ones alongside of those numbers that we can also um, cling to mm-hmm. personality-wise. And then so there's also a little bit two. more than yeah. any other. Then yeah. there's the two others that you have, like for stress and for yes. um, growth as mm-hmm. well. Yes. That if you haven't, if you haven't heard of the Enneagram, first off, there are a billion resources out there. Just Google and it. And if you haven't, and, you have not been uh, yeah. living uh, in this world right now. No, <laughs> it's could so be somebody, tr- it's so trendy. We have, yeah, we have it some younger and some older listeners who maybe haven't heard of the Enneagram. It's very popular right now, mm-hmm. yes, indeed. But uh, for those who haven't heard of it, not that you haven't been living, but yes, there are. Uh, there is a lot of trendiness around it <laughs> yeah. at the moment. So trendy. Um, <laughs> So then, uh, with, with the nine wing one is like the perfectionist kind of wing, the, the, the one side of things. And whenever I, um, looked at that and, and realized that when I'm, when I'm feeling, um, growth, but, but not in the same way of that connection, but just that, um, I found myself being perf- like perfectionistic, uh, about, certain aspects of my life and then I realized I never finish those like I never complete them like I get to start a project and then I'm like oh yeah I'm like it's gonna be really intricate it's gonna be really pretty and then I never finish it and and realizing then with some close friends of mine and how I'm willing to kind of poke the bear a little bit when it comes to like 
arguments that aren't that I don't actually want to have, but it's this like I don't I don't agree with you or I don't believe you. Um, then that was something where Mr. Questions. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and and I'm also a very much like um, uh, I think of the questions that nobody else would. And specifically, I think about the we do a game night at my house every Tuesday. I'm the guy who always finds the loophole in the rules because it doesn't say it exactly how it's uh, how it's meant to be said. And so it always frustrates people and <laughs> and makes people think that I'm like a four or something like that. But yeah, so that's that's uh, that's my type. I mean, I haven't done tons of research on it. Um, I'm I'm realizing more now that, uh, especially when it comes to conversations with strangers or people that I meet for the first time, um, or even conversations on the internet that happen. Like I I get really anxious about having any sort of disagreement with anybody. So for nines, that's that's kind of my my thing. And I figured since you two are actually really into studying and, and the Enneagram and stuff that you guys will have a lot more to say. So Lydia, why Here's don't you share? Yeah, thanks. No, um, oh. I'll share about my type because sure. that's all that I know. Um, I am a four, which don't look at the Enneagram Institute definition for. <laughs> Both Nate and I agree on that one. Go to um, your Enneagram coach. Yeah. Back to Beth McCord. Yes. Big plus right. for her right great. now. Right. She does have great stuff. It is... Yeah. Um, Fours are people who are deeply feeling. They leave... One description I heard leaves a lot of room for pain and suffering, like, hard feelings in their life, which I love that description versus Mm -hmm. self-absorbed and depressive. (laughs) And that definitely can manifest itself. Mm -hmm. I think um, there's... I think the most defining thing for me as a four is there's always this tension of trying to stick stand out of the crowd and not fade into the back, Mm. but never feeling like anybody understands you. Mm -hmm. So it's an ongoing tension. You can't ever find a balance really of that. But I think knowing, especially like Enneagram is understanding how you relate to God for Mm. you to understand God knows you Mm. and that is enough. Mm. Um, is something that, and once you're, once you know that, then this, you, you don't feel afraid to, Mm be the person that you're created to be the uniqueness that is you mm. Nate what do so you experience a little, yeah. as a four mm-hmm. uh so as a four like there were there were a couple of things that really struck home for me that made it really like understanding really that I mean the gift that it is being a four because mm-hmm. I think oftentimes like fours we read what Enneagram says about us, and we go, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Like, yeah. yep. One, how do you know me so well? You're not supposed to know me well. I'm supposed to be unique and unreadable and unknowable. <laughs> I want to be known so badly. Um, yes. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, in the feels, right here. Yeah. Right, right All the feels. Right in the feels. <laughs> but, like, understanding, like, I, I think just feeling understood mm. to that to the depth that like someone is actually able to write even out a few paragraphs mm-hmm. was really impactful. Cause I mean, going through other tools and, and mm-hmm. assessments and stuff is like, yeah, like this totally captures a piece of me. I, I mm. fully see that. Um, Cause in any self, any assessment, it's like an Institute can give you a readout and whatnot, but mm-hmm. like only we can verify if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think about the verse of like, you know, we had God's place eternity in our hearts and everything. And mm. that's kind of like what 
tools and psychometric analysis is all about is just helping to uncover what God's placed in us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So gifts, Enneagram, that sort of stuff. And now the um, Enneagram is not actually, it wasn't originally a Christian, like... It's apparently so ancient that there isn't a direct origin okay. to yeah. be found. You can't hmm. discern it. Yeah. It wasn't until like around the turn of the 1900s that it really took off as being associated with Christianity. Oh, okay. So I did not know that. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is it is perhaps the oldest tool that we know of hmm. outside of like the Greek hmm. old ways of looking at like melancholies and sanguines and that sort of uh, stuff that was popular in like the 70s and whatnot. Or gotcha. saw that resurgence. I see. So, um, anyway, nerd trail. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like being a four, I just, it was just helpful to feel understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, cause there is something real, like about sort of the internalization of pain and, mm-hmm. and melancholy and, and just seeing a lot of hurt and taking it on like it could you could say well maybe that's empathy but there's there's something deeper Mm. that goes to it just kind of walking around and sort of feeling just the weight of a lot of things yeah of just life absolutely um yeah and as a nine you 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 feel that because that's what nines do right Right. like oh yeah i can i i I can i could be a one i can do this um i could do that yeah i could be so like understanding that. that but like i think also one of the other things that was really impactful was like seeing that Enneagram identifies like each, each type identifies as having like one supreme sin vice, Mm -hmm. you know, area that like you go towards that just instantly you start bottoming out on. Mm. Um, and for the four, I remember, I think the one that describes it the most or that I thought described it the best was uh, sacred Enneagram. And it was, I believe it was lust mm-hmm. and it's but it's not like physical lust after another person it's you lust after mm. a different life you lust after mm. this idyllic sort of thing so it's just like you have this and it might be envy is less envy. envy 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 is like yeah but envy and lust i think are super similar yeah, right Absolutely. envy is just lust is i want that and i think envy is um i want that to be mine would yeah. be like the big like Dis- Big difference, yeah, yeah, distinction in it, mm. but yeah, envy. I grew oh, up man. as an envious child. I remember, like, one of the <laughs> peak Lydia being a jealous kid. I went to a birthday party, I gave a girl a gift, and I was jealous of the gift that I gave her. So, mm. I was trying, I spent the rest of the birthday party trying to convince her to give me the gift back. Nice, that's but seeing yeah. envy, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, yep, that's always been something that I've struggled with, yeah, and always something that I go back to. of if there's anything off in my life, then I'm just going to be jealous of somebody else in something. I actually don't know what my <laughs> types uh, is. I just skipped over that whole, like, what do you struggle with thing. I was <laughs> like, what are they good at? <laughs> yeah. But I think that's the beauty of, of the Enneagram. Like, that's, I think people find really helpful nowadays is, like, because we've been, for the last few decades, and, again, nerd tangent, mm-hmm. uh, we, okay. we've just had this bent of going... Yeah, like what are the, all the great things? What are all the great things? What are, and we forget the things that we struggle with, and like seeing the shadow sides or, and and those temptation pieces that like it's really good to have awareness of. And yeah, man, Connor, you're just like I, uh, I mean, absolutely. Yes. Does that say Connor sloth? just yeah, Connor just saw his yeah in the book, and it's sloth. Yep. 
And that is 100% me. It's funny because I... This is like blowing my mind right now because I always just saw myself as a homebody. Like, I just don't like... It's when I want to relax or when I want to get away, like, sitting around doing nothing is, like, my my thing. Um, I enjoy, like, binge-watching Netflix or playing video games that are mindless. Like, things like that, like... It's that's so interesting that that is so right. Um, but <laughs> it's yeah, freaky it's, how sometimes yeah. these tests can. And it's it's funny too because like for Kirsten, she's the one who can get me out of that. And I think for her, she, like she has to push harder. Like we're we're learning that here going into our fourth year of marriage. Like that, um, like she has to push more than once for mm-hmm. us to like get out and do something. Because otherwise, I'm like, why don't you go out and do that? I'll just hang out here. Like, I'll watch Riley for you. I'm being a nice guy. Like, I love you, but I don't want to get out and do adventurous stuff. And so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, if you don't know your Enneagram type and stuff, first off, go and take that test. And if not, like... Test... No. Just sorry. learn about it. Learn about it. <laughs> Tests are hard. Tests. tests don't always... Okay. That's fine. Wait, and, and I think it, it's valuable to point out that, like, any of these things, like, there's connotation that comes along with certain language, like, test... I think people get anxious when they hear that yeah. when it comes to talking, to, like learning, revealing things about themselves and having inner reflection. Because mm. tests you think about in school, it's yeah, there's two, it's pass it's fail, right? And you can't yes. fail at being you, right? Like that's the big thing. You're that's gonna failing you. a survey, yeah, right? Like so, it's yeah. yeah, yeah, and yes, I think there's so many things. It's been really helpful for me. I've learned as a four. I can really see the integration and disintegration in my life. Mm. When I'm in a bad place, um, fours disintegrate to twos, which are people who are very helpful and self-sacrificing. But in an unhealthy sense for me, I become Mm. so needy. And so, Mm. oh, woe is me. Like, it becomes this really unhealthy, clingy. Like, just imagine, like, because it was me in high school, the girl who, like, was texting all the time, like, oh, I feel so bad all the time. Why aren't you helping me? That was definitely mm. me in stress and in disintegration. But integration, I moved towards one, which mm. is ones are really good at structure and formulating life. And when I'm doing well, like, me and my planner are my best friend, which is yeah. great. Mm. <laughs> I need organization <laughs> in my life, so it's been really nice. Yeah, mm. I can I can totally relate to all those things because hey fours Woo! yeah with yeah. the same wing yeah, yeah so. with the same wing both four Which five wings I feel like and maybe it's just the four in me to be like I think it's rare but I I don't think there are a lot of people that go to five but because well at least the descriptions that I found have don't describe me at all. I know th- I know there's three of it like the, I know one other person who's a four wing five. Yeah. And yeah. It, but I think that we all, we always have that, like that reaction of, Oh wait, wow. There's another one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not alone in the universe, which is like the thing that fours crave. Like the most is mm-hmm. that significance part of like, yes. Oh my gosh. Like I'm just this, like, I'm a waste of space. I'm a waste of space. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a, just a grain of sand on an endless beach. Mm-hmm. Like there is nothing. And so to be able to go, Oh wow. I have some significance is mm. Somebody sees and knows and feels and. It is so interesting being the not that type and sitting in here and seeing you guys just like, <laughs> like. It's an instant. It just gratification <laughs> of of finding each other being the same type. 
because um, I'm over here just like, yeah, okay, cool. Um, but it's well, if you want the gratification of knowing another person who has who's a nine, right. w- eight wing, yes. you can talk to my wife. Yeah, your wife. There you yeah. go, and that's great. Um, so, all right. Well, <laughs> as we are approaching the end of our time here, we just want to thank you guys so much for listening. We want to again thank Nate Huntley so much for being willing to come on our podcast again. Um, please do go back. I will post a link in, um, the description of this to the first, um, episode that we, uh, had Nate Huntley on in our first season so that you guys can check that out. Um, hear about what he's doing at LifeWorks. Even though this is not, this episode is not in connection with, um, gifts quote unquote directly. Um, I think that there is a lot of gifts, uh, about yourself that you can definitely find in studying the Enneagram, studying your own type understanding yourself better, understanding those who you love and those around you a little bit better, um, understanding that you cannot type somebody else. So please ask them, don't assume them. Um, cause that's uh, even with any sort of personality yes. thing. So. Absolutely. That's what happened to me though, with a group of friends was they mm-hmm. were like, you're this. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> don't as you a, tell as me. A, as, a, <laughs> no, as a nine, I was like, okay, I guess I am a six or whatever, a four or whatever they said. And I was like, this is not me. Uh, so anyway, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Check out, uh, resources for the Enneagram anywhere, uh, on the internet. And then, um, the sacred Enneagram by who is it again? Christopher Christopher L. L. Hewart. Um, and, uh, we definitely, I think, uh, Mr. Almost, uh, Enneagram trainer dude coach. recommends coach Enneagram um, coach. Sorry, coach. Beth McCord. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yes, thank you guys so much for listening. You can always, as always, you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can email us at mobilization at OCI.org. If you have a question for Nate Huntley, if you put it in the comments or in any of those reach out to us ways, we would be more than happy to forward that to him. And I'm sure he could get in touch with you. Um, but until Monday for another episode of the SIP, uh, uh, that's that's all we have for today. And thank you guys for joining us. And we'll see you next week.